Are you still eating? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you just... I was a different eating? person. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Zach isn't here today. So, we are just going to keep this pretty short. Like Kai says, uh, we will try to keep this to 30 minutes. Let's see how that goes. Let's aim for 20. Oh, come on. Um, Let's aim for 20, settle at 30. I didn't know this was a competition. It's, an, it's not. It's, it's, uh, it's about goal setting. Let's, let's aim for 20 and see where we go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I think... <laughs> I don't know where to start. I feel so... I don't know, not, not tired, but I feel like I'm not in the... Really, I'm not in the space of recording a podcast because I was in the middle of designing a logo. Mm. I'm still sort of thinking about it. Uh, it's it's frustrating sometimes. I feel, especially with logo design and like visual design things, I tend to be something that I keep on thinking about. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's because like any like any feature or things like that, it's easy to just write down and then sort of put on a pause. Well, something like a logo design, I feel like I often keep in my mind and then I need to put it down and that takes a bit longer than just writing something. So, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you feel the same way when you're in the middle of working on something and no matter what it is, right? It's not like if you're in the middle of implementing a feature, you're not like, oh, I'm, I'm totally happy to go away <laughs> and do something else. For yeah, yeah, no, I guess so. I, guess I think so. we're just kind of in... I don't know. It feels like we were kind of in a crunch-like period for the last few months. But it feels like now it's the crunch of the crunch. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say crunch. I think we we have still had quite a quite a comfortable balance. We worked a lot, but we 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 notice when we think it's too much, we we sort of pause and do something else. It's just that I think we have had a quite a high barrier of what's too much. I think it's easy for us to just continue working, mm -hmm. uh, which I feel is a good thing. I think obviously it's not a healthy thing to do for the rest of eternity. But I found it to be like fine during this period because I feel like we have a really good variety of tasks. Like we, it's also fun. It's not like we're you know no yeah. one's forcing us. We 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 want to do what we what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I feel like we kind of outlined for for um, our app what we kind of want in the one point zero. Yeah, and we did cut some stuff that will make it into one point one and one point two instead. Yeah, and I feel like now we have a really nice outline of all right. Those are the steps. We just got to get through them, and then we're ready to ship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which feels really satisfying. It's, mm. It feels like we have a really good grasp of what needs to be done. And I, in the beginning, I felt like there were a lot of things that we wanted to do for our product, and it was still a bit uh, unclear, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like what should be happening when, but I feel like now we have quite a good foundation already. We have the like the main features done, and now we can just continue adding the things that we want to add for the one point zero. Mm. So let's have a name now. That's yeah, cool. it feels so good to have a name. Um, I feel like this has been taking us way too long, but naming stuff is really hard. You can just take a look at our podcast. We end up changing the name after what was it, like ten or twenty episodes, because we weren't happy with it, and the cute name is much better to be honest. So I think it was good that we took some time for this product to actually think about it, let it settle. And also what I really liked is that we tried different names every day to see what felt the best. Mm -hmm. So like to, to, obviously we didn't change like 
our Xcode project over there. <laughs> Wait, that, that, I don't know. That feels like something that has, it's unnecessarily much work to change the name of the Xcode project. But it's also a, a kind of approaches insanity. If you, just to see how a name feels, you also change change the project name yeah, every day. Uh, printing stickers for all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making, making shirts. Just got to commit and see how it feels, Molly. Yeah. yeah. And can't make those in a hypothetical state yeah no, no that, that, was... that felt really good and i think that really helped like just saying the names in conversations and mm. i think we, we got to something nice now i was still a bit reluctant to saying the name because we haven't submitted a version to the uh, we haven't really reserved a name on the app store yet we have our domain names and our twitter handles but... yeah it's fine but i think it's more fun to to get done get some more stuff done with the with the icon and the the website and, yeah. and uh, talk about. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I'm looking forward to, which we'll do over the next couple of weeks or this week, uh, is, is to set up like a teaser product page where people who are interested can um, get some more information. Like we, we might set up like a newsletter sort of thing uh, if people are interested that mm. we, can, we can, so we can send people more frequent updates once we're getting to... Um, once we're closer with mm. the, to, closer to the end, what do you say? Closer to 1.0, not the yeah. end. Launch? The launch, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, but it's also more fun uh, when we're talking about it when, when Zach is around because we kind of, we, we're quite comfortable with the name and we won't challenge each other at this point about the name. So it might be more fun to, to show someone who has not been involved in the process as much. Mm. So yeah, maybe, maybe next week we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Um, but and we also uh, <laughs> started dabbling with test build distribution. Yeah, see, it's interesting when you're looking at it. In general, it's always hard to find things for Mac when you're looking looking at developer things online. Like if you search for something Xcode, something Swift, you often get the iOS answers, but not the Mac answers. And even here, I had uh, I found a few discussions where people were talking specifically about test flight for Mac uh, a while ago. Um, it's just not really a thing. Um, and I think what Apple's recommendation is is that you 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 sort of distribute it. You get a what is it called? Do you um, you sign it? Uh, you, you get it notarized, and then you sign it out. In your own way, basically. Yeah, basically do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. There's no test flight, you do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is fine. I mean... Yeah, yeah. But also, like, you don't have to build in feedback stuff. You don't have an expiry concept. You don't have automated updates, right? That's kind of nice for test yeah. flight. Is there, is there no way to have automated updates? I mean, there is Sparkle, but yeah. there are certain... Um, like, for all the sandboxed and notarized stuff to work you kind of have to use the sparkle 2.0 beta oh, okay. but that also adds like a larger process to your binary that kind of does the update swapping extracting stuff so it's, it's not i mean it's workable <laughs> but it's not test flight would make that site easy it but would, in general like we we need to find out a update mechanism anyway for non-app store distribution so no matter what where where we land, that will not only be used for the beta, but also for um like just the the actual build that we're sending out to customers who pay for it outside of the app store. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that makes sense to look into it. And I 
I think we spoke about this last week. I can imagine Apple potentially having some type of test flight coming out for the Mac. Yeah, you think? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think uh, now it just feels like, at least with Catalyst apps, things are sort of becoming more and more unified. The same with unified um the the unified purchases and like inner purchases and things like that. I think uh, they could potentially be moving towards some type of test flight on Mac as well, so that you can test the apps everywhere. It may like I feel like it would be a really nice thing to do, but at the same time, it's been a really long time since test flight came out. So I don't know why they wouldn't have done it earlier. Do you know if there are any technical limitations to this? I mean, in general, it is. Test flight was more of a necessity on iOS because there was no yeah. other way, right? Yeah. It's not like you could have signed your, you know, there was no no delivery mechanism outside of the App Store. So yeah. there was an inherent requirement for test flight on iOS that isn't there on macOS. So it's it's kind of up to us to do whatever we want, but it's possible. Yeah. And there are different ways of, of dealing with this. It's just not that Apple has a... This is your kind of easy way to do it. Yeah. So I think the necessity for test flight on Mac is just significantly lower. Okay. So you don't think it's like a, there's no technical limitation on their side. It just might not be as high priority as other things. Yeah. 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 There is, you know, there are alternatives. So it's, it's definitely less, less urgent than it was on iOS. And I mean, in general, the entire infrastructure for, for the Mac for App Store related things is a bit behind. You know, we don't have search ads yeah, for yeah. Um, the Mac App Store. There are other things that are kind of limited on the Mac App Store. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's in general. I, I thought, I think in the beginning I was relatively against the concept of search ads, but mm-hmm. I don't find that. <laughs> now we have something to sell. So. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what I was going Well, partly, yes, but I just think that now. When I've seen them in iOS, they are not really in the way. I disagree. I think it's horrific. <laughs> really? Especially when you search for something by an hundred percent exact name match. Yeah, that that's strange that you can that that even should display a search head. I think if you search for productivity app, then go nuts. Like it's it, it makes sense that like it it's not too unrealistic that that should show some type of search. Ad. I, I mean, obviously the app store would have been cleaner without it, but I don't think it's as much in the way as I've expected it to be. Mm. And I mean, it is kind of the workaround of the app store is super crowded, right? Apple's editorial team can't look at all apps, so how do you bubble apps? Yeah up at all so do you think that's why it's not really a thing on there's just not enough new apps so the editorial team has a lot less work to do so, so it's they, like they, they, they just, just populate the new noteworthy with all the new mac apps and problem <laughs> yeah. problem solved yeah. yeah i don't know <laughs> probably maybe in in general i don't know i think the same thing that applies to test flight applies to the mac app store mm. there are enough alternatives yeah. to to try to advertise for your app and realistically for a lot of developers there's more value in people downloading the apps not through the app store yeah but i f- think for apple it isn't so i'm so uh, i wonder if they want to focus more on that because last year at wwdc you saw that they were starting to sort of they were even talking about certain companies that went off the app store that now came back on the app store Mm-hmm. Uh, for Mac and it feels like they're trying to pull more and more developers back to the App Store and I wonder if that's something I mean it's hard to I think an easier way to make people want to be on the App Store is to provide 
great functionality from being on the App Store. Mm. Cool. So that was. Uh, I don't think we even intend to talk. Oh yeah, we were talking about how to distribute test flight, uh, test builds when there's no test flight. Um, the answer is do it yourself. Do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that that's exciting that we're at the stage where we're starting to send that like a really early beta to close friends and family members. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think it's just. I don't think it's. I think the parts we have are relatively polished in the app, but I think there are certain features that aren't there yet. So that's why I think it's it makes sense to have such a close beta. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to hearing what people think about it. Because mm. sometimes I feel like we've been working on this app for a while and I'm happy about it, but sometimes I feel like it looks... I think we've been talking about that. It feels... It looks simple. Mm-hmm. Like, you, uh, like it feels like a simple app to use. And I think that's a positive thing. I think that means that it's clear what you should do in the app. Um, but I'm hoping that that's what other people see as well. Mm. Are you excited about the potential Apple event in March? <sighs> I guess so. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, think that, I can hear that excitement in your voice. I mean, the March event is always having a different focus from many of the other events. I've, and I think it's sometimes... They sometimes do something completely different in the March mm-hmm. event. I think the, um, the, was it back to school? Like the, the, the teaching focused event mm-hmm. that was a March event. The, so it was sort of focused on iPads, but specifically how you can use iPads to teach with them. Um, so it's always a bit of a mixed bag to know what's happening on those events, which is interesting in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely definitely going to watch it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think there's rumors that there will be a new iPhone released on it. It's nothing that I probably would use, but I think it's still interesting to see what direction they're going in. You mean the the kind of cheaper iPhone SE yeah. 2 type yeah, phone? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what form factor it will be. I don't think, even if it would be smaller, I don't think I would get it. But I think there might be people who we know, like Zach, who would be interested in it. Mm. I mean, in general, I, it will be interesting to see what size it is. Because, I mean, first of all, we we probably would want to then support it. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I, I do not necessarily like my phones to be as big as they are. So, so would having... you potentially get like a lower end phone if it's smaller? It depends. Um. I'm at least not close to that option. I, I got to see w- w- what the compromises are, right? Because I would want a super, super premium smaller phone. I don't need like a budget smaller phone. Yeah, I, I, but it I'd seems like that's not the... really an option. I mean, that hasn't really been an option in the past. The smaller no. phone tend to be the l- not low budget, but a sim- mm. simpler phone in terms of functionality. It usually misses some of the cameras. Yeah, it's the low end iPhone. It's yeah. not a low end phone, but it's a low end iPhone, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would I would be up for a high end small phone, but we're not getting that. So I will see what the compromises are, right? If if the cameras are not as nice, probably won't go there. Yeah, that's yeah. That, for me. That's kind of the the easy decision already. Um, yeah, I just feel like, and also I display stuff, like right? It's be. it's just going to be probably slight cuts in in all areas, and that's not really what I'm looking for. I would like a uh, extra premium, slightly smaller phone, higher refresh rate. I basically want the next iPhone to come in in that size as well as in in its. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's current functionality in a smaller size. Yeah. So what would you wanna? I mean, they they would probably have to 
let's say in this imaginary scenario, you can get all the features. You can get the cameras. You can get the same refresh rate on the screen. You, it's still OLED. Like everything visual is the same. Like functionality-wise, it's the same. Mm-hmm. What would you expect them? Like what would you want them to <sighs> compromise on? Do you think? Would you be happy to have less battery because the size is smaller? That could potentially mean that you have less battery. Or would you be fine with it being thicker? What what what, what would your preference be? Um, I'd be okay with losing some battery. That's okay. Yeah. But I mean, some of that will be made up by the smaller screen, smaller display, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be okay with it just being slightly thicker. I don't I don't mind that too much. It's mostly that i do not think the current generation iphone 10s or 10 before that fit into my already decently sized hand as nicely as the previous generation like the iphone uh, se sized phone was so if you would just get a bigger um, screen to body ratio in in a size that's more similar to even even like the iphone uh, like uh, 6 series even that size would be okay, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just the ten got for me. It got to a point where I was like, "All right, this is too big." The six was bigger than SE, six than the SE, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I always found that that size was almost awkward to me. It felt like it was in, but it was on the edge for me to being able to hold it comfortably mm-hmm. with one hand, and that almost made it less stable. Speaking of edges, but I wonder if that was an edge problem, yeah, because that could, was the first yeah. phone with rounded edges. That's true, that's true. It felt very slippery mm. because of that. So maybe if the form factor, if the shape would be different, that would be good. Because that's the thing with the 5 Series and SE, right? Mm. The, the industrial design was more cutting into your hands. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which in a we, way was we good. We all want a phone that cuts into our hands. Yeah, and then sticks to it. Yeah, but that was kind of <laughs> nice, I think. Like that industrial design yeah. felt like you you're holding, you know, it, it felt like a solid object in yeah. your hand. And it does feel like that would definitely go away from the current I, uh, iPhone design, but it would be in line with the iPad design. Yeah, which, but I'm thinking if they want to take the same design language for the phone as for the iPad, that would probably be with a major phone rather than like a half year version. I mean, we'll see, right? I don't know. But either way, that's that's where I would like things to go okay. uh, to straight edges again. Because it's like even taking pictures. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. But taking pictures, with especially with the stainless steel rim on the iPhone, mm-hmm. just feels and, and the, round, the rim being the rounded. I thought the stainless steel is less slippery than the brushed one. But it's kind of like it's sticky, it's sticky, it's sticky. And then it's like soap. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but I have like weird spots that just feels very slippery. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know. I, I, I felt like the, the, the straight edges. Yeah, on, that was definitely. It just felt like I, I'm not going to drop this phone. Yeah. Like I felt more comfortable taking pictures, even in situations where dropping a phone would mean you lose it. Um, like mm. on a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't take my phone out now. I just, I don't know. Uh, or have the super weird like two hand grip where I'm like holding it from two different directions, like yeah. hand over and then another one to 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 push the button. Well, I felt like the, mm. the SE was both smaller, which helped, but also just having uh, the the straight edges felt like there was no chance of me dropping this phone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if if we could get back to that, like uh, the iPad uh, industrial design is really nice. It's really nice. Like, yeah. It's a nice. It looks nice. It looks modern. It's definitely an upgrade over the SE series mm-hmm. industrial design. 
but it goes in a in like in a direction where it's nice to hold and comfortable to mm. hold. Would you be in the market for a new iPad? <sighs> I don't know. I think I said that last time. If it's becoming more of a of a tool that I can use every day, maybe like like we said, if Xcode would be available, I would probably use that for some Swift UI development. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I think. Not for regular iOS, not for regular just Xcode development, but specifically for Swift UI layouts and stuff like that. I would definitely try it out. So maybe, maybe I would be happy to, then I would probably get a bigger one because at the moment I have the smaller Pro 9.7 inch. Um, so I think I would probably get a bigger one, try, try it out. I mean, I would go to Apple Store and try it out first, but I can imagine that being something I would use a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because at the moment, I mostly use it for sketching now and then, but I don't do that very often. But if this would be something that I use more as part of my everyday workflow, um, <laughs> I would probably get it. All right. Yeah. I could also imagine it being something that you and I use interchangeably as well, right? I mean, you and I wouldn't share a computer, really, because we work on that most of the time throughout the day. But if you would want to just design something or lay something out, like it makes sense for us to just have one. Yeah, I mean, iPads are not great for multi-user. Um, but <sighs> Yeah, that's true. Oh, damn it, I forgot about that. Mm. We'll see, we'll uh, see. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I would get a phone. if it, Even if it would be this dream scenario phone of yours... I don't know if I would get it. I would maybe consider it next time I upgrade, but I wouldn't. Up- I don't think I would upgrade for it. I mean, this one will be a more budget phone. There's no way it will ship with the same camera array yeah. and the same. You know, it's going to be a low end iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not really in the market for a low end iPhone. No, I know, I know. That makes sense. Um, another thing that I think has been rumored, which was a thing for a real long time, is this um, type of Bluetooth tag that you could use to find. Like mm-hmm. similar similar mm-hmm. to a tile that you could attach to things. So are you finally making use of that U1 chip in your iPhone? Is that what you're uh, no, it's it's really strange, this UI chip. Uh U1 <laughs> chip. I think you and I were really excited for this. Mm-hmm. And we thought it would become a, a a thing. Not a big thing, a thing. Mm. Relatively soon after the phone was released. But now it's like we haven't heard anything about it. Have you read anything about the UI U1 chip? No, there's nothing. No mentions. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it's something you would put in a phone just for the sake of having a nicer interface in fine mind. No, no. I mean, uh, Apple themselves said there's there's a lot to come. So yeah. I'm not I'm not expecting that their, their, that ship to only be there for, for directional airdrop. No. Um, the air tags are probably coming sometime soon. Might even be part of the March. Like, what is that? iOS 13.4? I mean, we're in the beta period. yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple's probably better now at hiding stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you think it would have been leaked then? But maybe not. Maybe it's nothing that would leak. I think there's been enough leaks so far. Mm. But I think there's a a chance that we'll see that as part of that event as well. Mm. I mean, every event, uh, that's any upcoming event where we don't see any utilization of the U1 chip increases the probability of seeing it at the next one. So, I mean, the probability of seeing it uh, in March is the highest it's ever been. Yeah. So, unless unless that project is cancelled. Do you think there's... A, I was wondering if it's going to be like an AirPower thing. I mean, the, the, it's different because AirPower was actually announced. AirTags wasn't really announced, mm. right? Um, 
But I feel like from a technical point of view, this is a simpler product to make. The thing I could imagine, I think you and I have both been experimenting a bit with Bluetooth sensors before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if they just want them to be a bit more accurate than I mean, others. as a consumer product, though, the question is more, is it is it an interesting consumer product, right? Would you buy them to, to stick, like, if you assume they work like... Um, tile would you actually buy a whole bunch of those things and stick them to items you own i don't think i would like they would have to be incredibly I'll, tiny for this to be i think it would attach it to something like probably my my wallet and probably my keys um what else i think it could be nice for things like suitcases when you're traveling or just to have on your backpack if you are at a conference or something like that yeah See, I don't know. I, I wonder if there's enough of a market for for that, for Apple to be interested in that, or if that's rather a, we partner with this, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. with Belkin or something. They release them. Mm-hmm. We sell them in the Apple store. Um, but it's not like Apple's so you think So you think they might have an SDK that they only provide to this uh, third-party vendor so that they can do it and then the SDK might open up? I just wonder if it's... if Is it mainstream enough for Apple to do it themselves? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But I do s- still think the technology has... Like for indoor navigation, right? The ultra-wideband has so many significant improvements over like Wi-Fi and, and Bluetooth-based indoor positioning. They still expect that to to come but that's not necessary that, that's, that's not, not a consumer product right yeah that's, that's not necessarily for the sake of the uh, tracker that, no that, that's, that's apple working with malls and airports and those kind of things yeah. to to put those those uh, devices all over the place yeah. to then get more accurate maps yeah on yeah. your phone while you're navigating through indoor spaces yeah yeah i think that would be great i would love that uh, i wonder how open that would be for other, for developers Maybe they first want to try it out. Um, yeah, we'll see. Mm. It's definitely, it feels like it's going to be used for something. I plan to talk about design and flexible screens, but maybe like... As, as in one topic? No, 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 no. Just like the new Samsung flip phones, but we're kind of already over our, our yeah. budget for, for this time budget for this episode. So let's just jump to the things of the week. And You don't want to talk about design. I think design could make sense considering that... We're sort of in the middle of that right now. Yeah, if you think it's interesting, otherwise we save it for Zach. I'm just curious what it is. Can you tell me what it is first? Um, it's about kind of the the workflow of how we get to design and how that shifts based on a product you're working on. Mm, that is interesting. It would be, a, I think it'll like that's a bigger topic though. Yeah, I think it would go on for quite long. And I think something Zach would, I would like to talk to Zach about and hear what he thinks as well. <laughs> Cool. All right. Things of the week. Yes. Marlin, do you want to start this? Yeah. Um, So my thing this week is a TV show um, that I think many people probably have heard heard about already. Uh, It's called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. That wasn't too bad of a pronunciation. Okay. I feel like it's it's passable. Um, it's an Apple TV show that came out quite recently, and we already blew through the season. Uh, it's so it, it's a comedy. It's definitely a comedy. Um, it's by I feel like this has if if you if you're in the tech industry or in the games industry, I feel like people would have heard about this. 
Or and if you've been on Twitter. If you've been on Twitter, yeah. Like, this started being advertised to me on Twitter after I finished the show. Um, so it's definitely, it's probably something that many people see right now. But it's a show about a company that is, a, it's a, it's a games development studio. Um, that is making, making, they, they have a really successful game called Mythic Quest, and now they're making an expansion to, like an expansion pack to the game. It's kind of like a World of Warcraft like game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a MMO role playing game. Um, and I'm very impressed by the technical details of this game. It's pretty cool because they actually have like some in game play by the look of it it seems to actually be real like playable content mm-hmm. and that is pretty pretty impressive and they 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 have like specific uh, like modeling tools that they're showing that they have in their studio and i think everything feels really well done um and then um so th- that's one part that i really like but also i think the writing is really good i think it's a very funny show um that doesn't feel like a cliche i think some other like sometimes when 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 a show is making sort of a joke about an industry or a job it can be a bit of a it can be exaggerated and obviously it has some exaggerations but i feel like it's still it's still likable <laughs> like it's it's it definitely still feels very enjoyable it doesn't feel like they just like make fun of the industry for the sake of it they point out certain issues in the industry and they are um, addressing a lot of problems that i think are not only part of the game industry or part of the tech industry uh, in general so i i really really enjoyed the show mm. and it's it's fairly authentic too ubisoft one of the larger game developers in the world mm-hmm. uh, they were actually involved with that so they provide a lot of assets and some of their like uh, game scenes you're seeing they're actually from ubisoft uh game engines and assets that they created explicitly for the show mm-hmm. which is which is really good makes it feel a lot you know it would have been awkward if they would have been yeah. a game studio but they always had to try to not show the game itself <laughs> so this kind of made made it feel more uh, authentic and and interesting as a result of that yeah. because certain yeah. certain plot elements actually happen in game and you can actually see <laughs> it being running in the game yeah but, and what i really like is like you know how many like traditional shows would have like cutscenes uh, mm-hmm. when it's just like it pans over a landscape just to show what time of day it is uh in this show they have like th- those type of cutscenes are actually in game so if it's like going towards night and like it's getting darker in the in the show they have this cutscene of like a landscape in the game that where you see like night falls over and i think that's pretty cool <laughs> night falls over <laughs> It, beca- it becomes night. <laughs> How do you say that? It's th- like uh, the time is passing in the game, and that is an indication that time passes in the universe that the people are in. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I speak. <laughs> uh, I, I speak many languages. I, I can't even make fun of myself. That's a bad. <laughs> A bad my uh, uh, okay. Your pick. What's your thing this week? Eh? <laughs> okay, uh, mine is is my <laughs> <laughs> see not that easy, is it? Uh, whatever you have is contagious. Um, Native Connect is my thing of the week, what and is? that is a, a a Mac application that you can use to connect to your App Store Connect account oh, okay. and then have a net- native interface to App Store Connect. Oh, nice. 
and it's it's fairly uh, i use it for the fairly basic base functionality like seeing your downloads and your user reviews mm -hmm. and and ratings and those kind of things um and it's just kind of nice to have a native mac app that uh to browse those because apps are connect is not necessarily the fastest and most responsive uh, web application in the world and having a native one kind of just makes it slightly nicer and uh, so is th this is not just like an electron wrapped app no, it's no, actually using the sdk yeah that make proper, proper proper native mac app proper native mac app yep okay that's why they put native in the name. Uh, <laughs> good, good uh, investigation work there, Molly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. it sounds 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 interesting. Where do you get this? Is this on the on the App Store? No, it's not on the App Store. <laughs> in fact, uh, it's on nativeconnect.app. Nativeconnect.app. I'm mm. gonna check it out right now. Mm. But it's kind of nice. Uh, they also have like premium features where you can actually do like edit and update all the metadata and and like uh, prepare for new releases and those kind of things oh really mm. that's cool so if if that's your if you prefer to not interact with app store connect um through the web mm -hmm. this might be a viable alternative okay yeah and it also lets you like generate promo codes and and uh has a whole bunch of other team team related features okay but it's it's good if if that's a use case, and it's I a think. subscription. Yeah, I think it's a subscription. Okay. But if that's a use case that currently annoys you, mm. and you would like to try an alternative, this might be one. Mm. Oh, it's definitely an alternative. It is. It is one. This it might is, be the one. This maybe. <laughs> Give it a shot. Cool. Yeah, mm. I don't know about it. So I'll have a look at it. Mm. Cool. Cool. All right. That's awesome. more than our lot of time for this week. All right. Uh, talk to you next week. Hopefully yeah. with a app icon and website reveal and overpromising things <laughs> for the week after that. Yeah, yeah, maybe the week after that. <laughs> All right, all right, bye bye. Awesome. Talk to you soon.